0: What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the Asian MMA podcast. We talk about everything and anything going on in the world of Asian MMA. Something very special for you today. And this episode is brought to you by the Diesel Diva because without her, none of this would be possible today. I have a very special guest for you. I'm here with a legend of the sport. Ensign Inoue, who we talked about before, Inoue, I was asking him about the proper pronunciation (laughs) uh, after he finished teaching uh, my girlfriend, Jib, how to choke me out (laughs) this afternoon. Ensign, man, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast and talk to me.
1: No problem. Glad to be here.
0: You've been in the game a long time. I mean, everyone who listens to this show should know your background, but you beat Randy Couture in rings when he was the heavyweight champion of the UFC. Mm -hmm. One of the best fights ever I've ever seen with uh, Ken Shamrock, Frank Shamrock.
1: Frank Shamrock, yeah.
0: And uh, the Heath Herring fight we were talking about. Uh, yeah, Heath, yeah, Heath broke your arm. Um, you know, legend in the game, pride legend. and You're based in Japan now, so you have a perspective on Asian MMA, I think, that. A lot of people just don't have. You said you've been in Japan 28 years.
1: Yes, 28 years.
0: So you've seen the ups, the downs, the comings and goings of Asian MMA. Yeah, actually, yeah. What do you think of where the scene is at now in the post-Pride era of
1: Asian MMA? It was actually on its way back up with Rising coming in and uh, also with One coming in now. Yeah.
0: One's making a huge play.
1: Yeah, and one I think uh what what's good at one is Rising actually, you know, with the UFC coming every so often to Japan mm. and then Rising picking up, that already brought the whole scene back into the almost like the 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 high zone. Yeah. But now right and what the thing what um one is doing now is one is creating that competition where now they're going to have to Start doing things better, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, like Ryzen's gonna have to do things better, Ryzen's gonna have to take care of the fighters better, you know. It's gonna be all plus plus everywhere, I think.
0: Yeah, and I I love what Ryzen does with their shows, with their production, and and the fights they put on. uh, The heavyweight tournament was phenomenal to me, to see Crowcob come back the way he did, yeah. and then uh, Amir Aliakbari, who is, uh, I've actually refed, uh two of Amir's fights. Oh, really? Yeah, in uh, the local Asian, Southeast Asia scene, and the guy is, one, he's like the nicest human being ever, uh-huh. but he's a monster in the cage. Yes, he is. And uh, you saw that in that tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, like you said, with one really raising the bar on a lot of things, mm-hmm. You know, I, I like a lot of what one does, but we we're, were talking earlier. Like some of the commentaries have been, <laughs> you know, the the 2.6 billion potential viewers and in, in the one of the things I don't know how it plays. I've talked, I've actually interviewed Chatry a few times and, mm-hmm. and, and have talked to him. And it is corny as some of the stuff that they're doing and like the whole video, like the people who follow him around. He does the whole Gary V thing now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he, I really get the sense that he genuinely believes the things he says about mm-hmm. integrity and honor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how do you think that plays with the wider Asian MMA audience when, he, when one comes out and they don't call them fighters, they call them athletes, they don't – like the referees aren't allowed to say fight. Um,
1: oh, I didn't know that. So
0: that's why like, uh, like there's one of the guys, one of the referees, he'll say chope, which is Thai for fight. Or you'll never, you'll never hear someone in the one organization say fight other than Chattery.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Well, I like the idea of how he's bringing back integrity into the game, mm. especially with this day and age where things was peaking in the UFC, where Conor's coming out and doing the trash talking, mm-hmm. and uh, it almost seemed like the louder mouth would get the fights. So this is it's kind of a breath. Like I told him at the press conference they had in Japan the first time last year, mm. I went up to him and said it's like a breath of fresh air to hear someone that's trying to more um, concentrate on the martial arts aspect of the sport yeah. and not. The show, you know, like, like I always say that Marsh, martial arts went to sport and now to entertainment, which the UFC is doing now. It's more entertainment. You know, the, the louder talker, doesn't matter. The rankings don't really mean much because the louder talker they mean nothing. fights. Yeah, they mean nothing. It's like sad sometimes, you know. But,
0: but by, by the same token, you know, pride was all about the entertainment. True. Yeah, come on. Who do, who doesn't love a Genki pseudo entrance? Uh, yeah, one of my favorite you know fighters of of all time, and one of the I think one of the best showmen's in Asian MMA or MMA in general was Genki. But yeah, he was good. But it, it, there was a different level from what you're talking about with the UFC. Like the, the, he wasn't throwing dollies through a uh, through bus windows and jumping he, over. I think and there should people. be a
1: line that should be drawn. And I think they didn't draw the line, and mm. I think it's going to be running into problems. I mean, it,
0: they let it out. They let the dog. They let the uh, dog out of the cage, right? Yeah. And well, so. I
1: think that the the big, big bad move was when using the dolly throwing as a promotion.
0: Yeah, that
1: does w- yeah, Well, that was questionable. Like line. Yeah. yeah. And then Connor really didn't get much punishment. He got
0: no punishment. Yeah, absolutely none.
1: It's like ridiculous. So. I mean, look what Carnes doing. The Carnes calling the shots. Now he's like so-called retired. Yeah. You know, he's
0: he wants a piece of the company. Yeah,
1: you know, he's just he's just he. Well, uh, how can you blame him? He's been getting everything he's asked for. Yeah. So why not? <laughs> See, yeah, at,
0: at the same time that like, he delivers on good fights, at least. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I don't know about the piece of the company. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's a
0: big, it's a big ask. Yeah, it is a big ask. But if I was in, as a businessman, if I was in his position, I would do the same thing.
1: Well, yeah, especially the way he's been getting away with everything. Yeah, yeah. So huh? <laughs> I'd be like, hey,
0: I, I want my piece of the action.
1: Yeah, that's why I like what ones doing. Mm. I love it that they're, you know, they're paying the fighters a lot more. They're um, pushing more of the. You know, the future of the fighters and the um, integrity of the sport. Mm. And
0: yeah, I, I, I love that part of it. I do, and I, I think, I really do believe that Chatry believes in the things he's saying. I don't think it's all for oh, that's show. awesome. I, I, I really, truly believe that. At the same time, though, I've seen some of the most questionable decision victories I've ever seen have been in one championship.
1: Oh, I don't, didn't notice that.
0: Yeah, so I, like um, Mayamaguchi, when she rematched Angela Lee, mm-hmm. I was in press row in Singapore. And no one thought that Angela won that fight. In oh, press is her that out. the
1: one that made knocked her down?
0: That yeah, you know, May dropped her a few you times, her, yeah, 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 and yeah, just yeah. dominated. And you know, May dropped her in the first fight too, as I recall. But Angela really did win the first fight. I mean, there's no oh, question. Oh, that means I didn't
1: see the second. fight. I only saw the first fight.
0: So, but the oh, second fight, okay. no one thought that Angela won that fight. But I and I honestly don't think that. I don't oh. know that anyone tells them, but at the same time, I've seen, like, in the, the Japan show with the Bibiano fight, mm-hmm. when um, after Bibiano got elbowed in the back of the head, uh, one of the one of the executives from one championship was in the cage telling the referee what to do. Oh,
1: yeah. wow, I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah, so these, these are some of the things that I, I've actually been working on a piece about, like, the lack of commissions here in Asia kind of mm-hmm. open up mm-hmm. these issues. But at the same time, like the lack of commission is what allowed one to change weigh-ins altogether and like get rid of weight cutting.
1: Oh wow.
0: So like they can make very positive changes. Uh-huh. There's just no oversight.
1: Well you, you you put a you put a question to it where is it the the lack of, you know I mean just being green in the sport and not having been covered everything properly. Yeah. Or is it a little bit of sketchiness involved in it? But I tell you a funny story because when I the reason why I say this is because When I went there, um, I got an email from one inviting me to the press conference. Nice. And so I went to the press conference, supported it, and um, they said on the email, it said um, everyone at the press conference has two complimentary tickets. So I'm like, oh, cool. So I messaged them and get two complimentary tickets. I go down there to get my tickets, and I noticed on the second floor, which is cool too. I mean, I'm not going to play like, oh, you know who I am. I should get better tickets. Okay, second floor. I went to the second floor. It was literally... The worst seats in the house <laughs> it was the last seat on the top of the arena and you think that's already bad but i'm thinking okay it's all right i'll cool i'm cool with it i'll just watch the big screen because yeah. we can't even see the ring it's so yeah. it's so high but it's all in the corner we can't see any big screens so i actually went to the seats and i looked at my girlfriend and i said shit you know what we're we're better off watching it at home yeah off to online so i said you know what? this is this is this is ridiculous so we left. We're gonna leave. We're leaving, and I'm, I'm I'm tight with the Shuto guys, and they're collab with one. So yeah. I just let them know, you know, I wanna know what one thinks of me. Mm. I mean, are they trying to dish me or or say get we don't want you around and do it in a slight way? If they are, tell them to tell me in my face that mm. they don't want me. I was cool. I won't come to it. I won't support one. And he's like, he got free freaked out, saying, no, yeah. there's something wrong. There's a mistake. Blah blah blah. Got me good seats, but it was it was really weird that that happened. Yeah. You know and. First, first, I wanted to tell him to, can you? I, I, when I met Chachuri, Chachuri came up and said, I've been a big fan of yours. And he shook my hand. Mm. He, I said, hi. And I, I told him, you know, I appreciate I love what you're doing with the martial art. Had a good conversation. So I highly doubted that that happened. Yeah. To, would it would have happened on purpose. So I wanted to have that Mr. Sakamoto from Shuto, I mean, ask the one, you know, what's up? Was that a, just a If it was just a mistake, fine. Mm. But if it's, it's a little message that they are trying to get to me, don't play that game. Just tell me straight up. We don't want you at our events. Yeah. If that's the case, fine. You know, so. But, you know, and then I sat back and I thought, you know what? They had so many. They had no English-speaking, um, Japanese Japanese-speaking workers. And yeah. there are so many people. And I think they're growing just so fast that a lot of things, like like you said, the, one of the executives talking to the referee. Yeah. I think instead of that being sketchy, I don't know. I'm thinking more, more it might be just that they're just growing so fast they can't do things they don't know how to keep it up straight yet.
0: Well, they have been around since 2011, though. I mean, oh okay,
1: okay. you know we can't. Can't I, give I, it that, yeah, yeah. the way.
0: But but the ticket thing that that actually happened to me. I helped them out. This is going. I think the second show or their first show in. It, it must have been their first show in Bangkok, mm-hmm. and I had put them in touch with uh, like some of the universities. They wanted to get in touch with like clubs and stuff like that in Thailand that mm-hmm. could bring people in, and um, I asked them, could I have two tickets for my, my girlfriend? I actually worked on that show as a cage inspector for one. Oh, wow. And so they gave me two seats for my girlfriend, and she showed up, and it was the same thing. It was the last row oh. in the back of the stadium at one at uh, Impact, and like she couldn't even see the screen. That's how far back That's they like were. That's this thing means. <laughs> so, so she left. Her and her friend left, and I felt horrible because her friend was a, a huge fan of DSA the uh, their, oh, at really? the time he was tie champion he lost that night to neto but and
1: they didn't even get to watch it
0: they didn't even get to watch it because they couldn't see
1: anything and yeah so, in a sense stay there yeah. yeah
0: i felt horrible i mean i i talked to uh i i know several people at one and so i reached out and was like hey you know i don't i'm not i want to make a big deal of it but you know i i did like a, a real solid for you guys and this is what happened they were like oh i apologize it was an oversight i told so he, he basically said i told someone else to take care of it uh, he's like, "I'll next time we come to Bangkok, I'll make it up to you." And they did. He he completely did. Well,
1: they didn't learn from it cuz they're still doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that guy's no longer at one, so uh, I, okay, he okay. he obviously wasn't responsible for the same thing, but he the next time around, like I didn't even have to ask him. He was like, "Hey, I remember what happened last time. Let me take care of you."
1: Oh, wow, that's cool. That's and cool. And
0: so like he's like, "I really want to make it up to you. I apologize. I had no intention of that happening." Uh-huh, uh-huh. But at, at the same time, this was I mean, I can understand where oversights happen, but uh-huh. not like that. I mean, like, for me, I can understand it happening because it's, like, a, you know, a lot of people, and, like, I'm not you, uh-huh. right? But you're you, and if they invited you to the press
1: conference to ask you for your support, they should be like, hey – well, see, I didn't want to go on that mode, yeah, saying, hey, you know who I am? You know, I mean, it's free tickets, and yeah. I, I don't want to say, oh, I, I like, thanks for the free tickets, but it's not good free tickets. You know, I yeah. don't want to sound like that. So I, yeah. I didn't really want to make us think about it. And, you know, I was thinking actually, I actually wrote something up I was going to post on social media that this is what they gave me. Mm. This is kind of screwed up, you know, and that kind of stuff. And I thought, when I reread it, I thought, it looks like I'm I'm a crybaby. Mm. Like I'm crying about tickets that I got free, that I want better tickets. And I so, said, mm. you know, I decided not to post it. So I just wanted to let people know. So I posted on Instagram. I I put two pictures because I put this is what the tickets that one gave me. And I put one the, on the bottom where they got me like pretty close to the ring. This is what Mr. Sakamoto ended up getting me. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Sakamoto. So I kind of threw it out there in a <laughs> real subtle way, but not, comf- not uh, emphasizing what what the hell won. You yeah. know, it's more like thank you, Mr. Sakamoto, but people went off on it in Instagram.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I think, I think if Chatry got wind of that, he would be upset. Uh. Because, and like, Chatry is, is, I look at Chatry not as like a fight promoter, because he really is sort of the antithesis to Dana White. in that, you know, he, he, doesn't, go out, he doesn't drop F bombs, he doesn't yell at people, uh, he doesn't badmouth fighters in the media. But at the same time, I look at him more as a, like a tech CEO, because mm-hmm. that's how he runs one.
1: Oh, I see, I see. And
0: he has to delegate everything that's not critical to growth,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right?
0: And I think if he heard about that, he would probably be really upset, to be honest.
1: Well, I think he actually will hear about it, and I haven't got any email or message or anything from him, so mm. either he hasn't heard about it or he's not going to say something or apologize or let me know that, oh, there was a mistake or something, you know? So, uh, you know, we'll see.
0: We'll see and... after this podcast. Maybe he listens to my podcast and he'll, uh... Yeah,
1: maybe he will, you know, I... <laughs> I I mean I I thought it's a Bristol Fair share what one's doing so
0: it, it definitely I mean I appreciate where they're at and I, I love the matchups with the Grand Prix and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no there's no feeders. It's like straight up the matchups are unbelievable. Huh? The fact that
0: Eddie Alvarez came into one championship and got murked. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. And Mighty Mouse didn't have like a super easy time either.
0: That, I mean, well, that's one. I mean, I was super impressed with mm-hmm. that. With uh, his name's Yayu, Yuya.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I was super impressed with him in that fight. Oh my God.
1: I know. know. Like, you see how Mighty Mouse dominated people in the UFC? Yeah. This guy actually got out of, like, the side control. He exploded at the right time. Controlled him on his
0: feet. Yeah. Cut angles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought that too. I thought it's like, Wow, this is like a really good matchmaking. Yeah. Because this this Japanese guy, wherever he came from, wherever they found him, he's really good. I I heard his name and I heard he's a a hard hitter and I thought, oh, pretty cool. And then his his nickname was Little Piranha and I thought, I saw his corner was uh, um, Chonan. Okay. But he's named Piranha. So, ah, he's Little Piranha not because of his aggression, and maybe it's because it's Chonan's student. And I was kind of like, ah, I wonder if this. I was kind of excited to see it at first. And when I heard, when I saw it, I said, ah, maybe it's just that gimmick. But man, he was good, huh? (laughs) Yeah.
0: The way he cut angles, his footwork against DJ.
1: His timing of explosion on the ground, too, was perfect. But
0: I mean, but nothing outshines Eddie just getting. Yes. Timophage just the way he ran through Eddie. Yeah, yeah. And did you see the, the early fight, uh, Gary Tonin versus Anthony Angleton? I
1: didn't. I was actually in my car in the parking lot ready oh. to go home before I got <laughs> the good tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see it anyway. I would yeah. be too high. <laughs> that no. fight,
0: I mean, I've, everyone kind of expected Gary to win that fight, and mm-hmm. he did. But I think a lot of people slept on how good anthony is and the fact that oh, anthony really is the that. type of fighter that takes it, it's on youtube now they put the whole fight up mm-hmm. but watch some of anthony's earlier fights and like he he like takes fights on a week's notice and just takes advantage of the opportunity he's one of those guys who rises to the occasion mm-hmm. and i thought a lot of people were sleeping on him uh in his ability to really give uh, gary a hard fight but gary i mean just what a monster uh, That's a scary dude.
1: I wanted to see his fight too. That's one of, one of the ones I wanted to see in the, the I think it was the undercard fight. Yeah, it was the, the second
0: see, fight of the night. I
1: wanted to see that one. That's why I was kind of bummed when yeah. I, you know, I had the tickets. <laughs> and I know. I think already May was fighting when we were. Trying to do something with our seats. So I everything. think that was
0: like the beginning of the main card. Yeah. May's a phenomenal fighter. She is,
1: yeah. She's really good.
0: Her Instagram is hilarious. Oh,
1: really? I don't follow her. So you, you gotta
0: follow uh yeah, follow Gucci on Instagram because her she posts so much stuff about cats.
1: Oh it's, it's just, just cat Instagram. <laughs> it, it, it's
0: ridiculous. Like she has cats at her gym, I think.
1: Oh really? Yeah. She's a cat person, huh?
0: I, and, you know, she speak. I don't know, like, is she from Japan? Because her English is, like... I, I
1: was surprised about that, too, because I thought she was, like, straight-up J- Japanese, but her English is perfect.
0: Yeah, because um, my buddy from uh, Asian Persuasion uh, website, Asian Persuasion MMA website, has actually uh, interviewed her a few times at, like, the press scrums, for one. And, like, her English is spot on. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was actually kind of funny when uh, they were interviewing her... In the in the cage at one after the finish, after the win. And, and she asked the um, the guy, Mitch Chilson, she's like, English or Japanese? You can see her ask. <laughs> and they brought out a Japanese translator for her anyway, uh-huh. who I think her her English is probably better than
1: his. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, I mean, it's such a great scene coming out. And I, I love the resurgence of Japanese fighters mm-hmm. coming out.
1: You know what was really weird that uh, me and my girlfriend were talking about is they didn't um, translate a lot of stuff. Really? Yeah, like, you know the ring after fight interviews? Yeah. There was no Japanese translation.
0: In the arena? In the arena. Really?
1: Yeah, so, and even the beginning, some of the um, interviews and stuff on big screen, mm. a lot of them didn't have it, but towards the end, they had some translation and subtitles, mm. but every ring announcing, the whether it's Thai or Russian or whatever it was, it brought a translator, but it was translated into English, so the Japanese car was kind of like, uh, okay, and they clap. There was no Japanese translation. Wow. So I'm that I I i want, I'm wondering if there's one of those those cracks in, you know, one of those things that slid through the cracks. How can you not have an event in Japan? How can you not have translation in, in the language of the country you're holding a huge event in?
0: Yeah, even when they <laughs> do Thailand, they do Thai. So did they do Japanese at the press conference?
1: I didn't go to it. Oh, that press conference, um, I don't remember. Hmm. But I, cause it's hard for me to remember because I remember I understand English. <laughs> but no, the the fights, you know, after the fight, the interviews. Mm. Yeah, there's there was no Japanese translation. That's and, it, and sometimes you know the answers of the fighters are long. You know? Yeah, and you could see the and they do the translation in English. If it's like a Thai guy or a Russian guy, they do it in English. The Japanese are kind of like they have no idea what the guy's saying. Wow, and <laughs> then you're
0: just yeah. sitting there, like
1: yeah. So I was wondering if that was one of the you know the things that they missed. Probably. Maybe someone in this administration probably missed that because I can't imagine them saying no, we don't need translation for that.
0: You know, I can't. I, I think about the the Bangkok shows, and yeah, I think it's the same thing in Bangkok that they bring an English translator for the Thai fighter, but I don't think they translate the English into Thai. Yeah, I don't think they translate yeah, English into Thai. I went to a Thai. fight in
1: Thailand too. And they didn't – I don't think they did have the translation in Thai.
0: So now now that I think about it, that that might just be something because it's more media-friendly to do in English.
1: It's more – I think it's more for pay-per-view maybe.
0: Well, they don't do pay-per-view. Everything's free. Oh. So they're on cable. They're on TNT in the U.S. Uh In every other country – in Japan, they're on cable TV. In every other country, you watch it on the app. You can watch it on YouTube live. So
1: how are they making their money? I thought their money was made on pay-per-view buys because they make so much because the Asian time zone is all the same and so many more Who, viewers. Who's
0: going to pay $60 for a pay-per-view buy in Southeast Asia? Ah, Think about it. Outside of Singapore, what kind of country has an economy that supports pay-per-view buys? So
1: do they have a contract with the, the cable stations? Is this... How they do it? Or so is it? in the U.S.,
0: oh. you get paid on the cable stuff. Same thing. You'll make yeah. money on av- – so you'll get – usually the way it works is with content distribution, you'll get a split on the advertising side. So if you're on TNT in the U.S., you get a split of the advertising mm-hmm. sales. Okay. Same thing with in Japan, probably, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And then they sell, but what we know from them, from their financials that were released in Singapore, they're not actually selling a ton of advertising space on the ring. It's a lot of in-kind Mm -hmm. So they say, hey, Grab, or hey, Disney, advertise on our cage, on our apron, and we'll announce it and brought to you by, you know, Mm -hmm. just in exchange for some other kind of reciprocal benefit, which it's very much how a startup would do business, that there'll be a lot of reciprocal type things. It's just Chachi's playing at such a high level that he does it with Disney when they release Marvel movies, and he does it with Grab in Philippines, you Uh know, uh I don't know how much of that is paid and how much is in kind, but it, it's an innovative huh. model to to get to build authority in the advertising oh, space. Oh
1: wow! I thought it was pay per view. I guess not. Isn't I nice? guess because when I thought we'd just go watch it on the way home in the car. Yeah. My girlfriend said she could pull it up like on the app, yeah, on the one app. Yeah, she has the one app. Yeah. Oh nah.
0: Yeah. And now I know a lot of people who don't in the U.S. because a lot of cord cutters who don't pay for cable. And so they get a VPN and they just watch it on the app so they don't have to get cable and have uh, TNT. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Oh, wow. Because they, they geolock it in the U.S. You can't watch it on the app.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, interesting. Well, because,
0: you know, that would, make, that would hurt TNT's business model. Mm-hmm. If you could mm-hmm. watch the same content they're charging advertisers to advertise against, if you could watch it for free. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with technology, you just download a VPN and you're good to go.
1: Oh, interesting. Wow. Huh. Yeah, so
0: and it's funny because when last time I had like a really full sit-down interview with Chatry, I asked them about it because they had just released the app, and I was like, "Well, where did that come from? Like where did that idea come from? Because it's counter to everything else the industry does mm-hmm. like Risen, you have to buy the pay-per-view right yeah, yeah. you have in to Japan, yeah. any uh Road in Korea you have to buy yeah. the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. All, all of these big shows. Mm-hmm. UFC obviously, you have to buy pay-per-view or have the ESPN plus. So, Chachi was telling me, because one is invested in by Sequoia, which is a giant in the VC world for tech. They've invested in Facebook, Google, uh, Uber, Mm -hmm. all these big companies. He said the app was actually their idea. Like, after they got the investment, at that level, VC is kind of like a partnership.
1: Do you have to pay for the app? For the app? Yeah.
0: No, the app's free. Jeez. All that content and everything is on the app. It's all free. Wow. Yeah, and so – because Sequoia was like, treat it like content. Don't treat it – treat it like a tech company, like you're trying to get eyes. We'll monetize it later. Oh. Don't follow the same model everyone else is doing because that is not how you change an industry.
1: Oh, wow. Right? He, so so it will eventually move to where you have to pay for it.
0: I don't know that it will. I think it, it will move to a way that they're able – and I think the reason they say the corny shit, like two point six billion potential viewers around uh-huh. the world, and and all of the and I, I really hate that the announcers hammer the the integrity, the honor, the martial <laughs> arts respect. <laughs> I, I hate that stuff. But the reason they're doing that is to be advertiser friendly. Because if they can show that they really do, and their numbers show that they're growing exponentially in yes, these markets, yes, yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think they're at 2.6 billion, but I think that they're they're climbing at a rate that the UFC wishes they were, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they're they're focusing on markets that are more nascent, Mm -hmm. and so what they want is advertisers to see the value in that, Mm -hmm. and so as long as they can keep putting free, really like the quality of the fights from Japan, Mm -hmm. that was free. If you yeah. watch it, I sat here in my living room and watched it for Those free.
1: Those good fights.
0: Every too. fight on that card was good. Yeah. They just had the Manila card. The Manila card was really good. I didn't get to
1: see that yet. really
0: good. It was yesterday. Oh, wow. And we, we, we sat, me and Jib sat here and watched it. It was phenomenal. And, you know, they're putting on these level of fights, and they make interesting fights with, if you follow the Asian MMA scene, you know these guys. And, uh-huh,
1: like, uh-huh.
0: like Shinya Yaoki won the, the lightweight championship mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. japan one what's up with his voice why does he always sound like he just smoked 10 packs of cigarettes yeah i, know,
1: yeah. I wonder if that's he always he's been talking like that for a long time
0: yeah already, so it, but <laughs> does he just like go to raves every night and party or
1: wait i actually we had a talk show with him and i don't remember his voice being like that
0: how long ago was that
1: just uh three weeks ago
0: maybe it was just something i don't know but he, yeah, no, he but sounded I, like that a few times when i've seen him
1: yeah i wonder if that's the pro wrestlers do that you know yeah, It might be just a show that he's doing just to create a character. Does he
0: do pro wrestling, too?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love pro wrestling yeah. <laughs> in Japan. I'm a huge pro wrestling freak. Oh, are you, man? Yeah, I did uh, that for one year. Really? It was hard.
0: I, I went and trained with the Gato Moves guys. Uh, we have a – so there's a Japanese brand of pro wrestling called Gato Move, oh. and they have a branch in Thailand, and I went and trained with them at the Bangkok gym. I It, it was harder than any MMA workout I've ever had, like taking the bumps for like two hours. Uh, and. yeah. I'm 40 years old. Like yeah. I, you know, I'm a tech entrepreneur guy. Like I don't, I can't do two hours of bumps.
1: Yeah. And I get home and I'm just like, uh, and I-? there's so much technique in how you yeah. throw, how you fall, mm. how the weight distribution, when you tuck your head. Yeah. It's... In
0: Japanese strong style, man, it's no joke.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I, actually, I'm going May. Uh, shout out to the Gato Move guys. I think May 18th is the next show here in Bangkok. I, I can't wait to go
1: they have Japanese people come?
0: Sometimes they have, uh, Emi Sakura is the founder of Gato Move, mm-hmm. and she's like the, uh, everyone calls her like, uh, when she comes out, everyone's like, thank you, sensei. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, she comes out. She's like the, the queen of like the indie circuit.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: and uh, they have a few other guys who come from Japan occasionally, but most of the wrestlers are Thai. Uh, one of the one of my favorite wrestlers, uh, Doctor Gore from Singapore, mm-hmm. one of the best gimmick wrestlers in the game, and uh, he's he's got a championship match against uh, Ike Baki at the next Gato Oh,
1: really? I don't know any of these people.
0: if you want to come uh, May 18th, I'll get a ticket for you if you're gonna be around.
1: May 18th. No, I don't think I'll be in Thailand <laughs> then. Damn. <laughs> My next trip's going to be later on in the year. Yeah. It,
0: let me if it, if it lines up to uh, a wrestling match, I'll, I'll bring you. That'd be cool, man.
1: Yeah. I love that. It's yeah. nice. And it, it,
0: it, it, it's small. They do it on a mat. It's not a ring. And so there's only like three rows of seats on either side of the mat. Oh,
1: wow.
0: And I always get the same VIP seat. So I'm like front row. like oh, like.
1: So you're part of the action yeah, sometimes. Like, <laughs> they, they'll clip. <laughs>
0: they clear out the entire stadium like move and they get up on the the bleachers and throw each other <laughs> so great
1: yeah i did that only for one year yeah. and
0: did you do any like who did you wrestle with out in um, japan
1: with uh, i had to deal with nakata nakanishi okay. um, chono all those guys wow. and shinichi nice yeah they're really nice to me they're real helpful but i had just had a hard time with the like the interviews i, I always ran away from interviews really
0: you, you weren't you weren't a promo guy
1: Uh no because i I just couldn't play. The, I run into the back <laughs> of the room. And then even the, um, just the, the expressions and stuff. You yeah. know, fighting is, you're, you don't show your expressions. Yeah. But in, in, in pro wrestling, you want to show your expressions. Mm. They tell me, like I remember Chono telling me, 70% of what you do in the ring is your expression. Selling. Yeah. So if you're, if you're hurt, don't look on, like you know you're hurt, you kind of look on the ground, you look away, kind of, yeah. you know. They want you see your face with the yeah. pain on your face, like wow, how, how do you get used to doing that? You know, sell you get, it, yeah. yeah. So I had a hard time. It was good pay. I mean, got ten grand a month just to be bad. a part of it. And I only was invited to the big TV shows or the big arenas. Wow! So I never went on those, you know, those freaking tours. that go on for three weeks and yeah. do a match like every day. Yeah. Oh man, I've never got. I th- I got a growing yeah. on a throw. I did. Uh, I it's think, a tough yeah, injury. Yeah, and it it, it I. Like, whew, I couldn't even sit up. Yeah, and I think well, that was one of my worst injuries I've ever had. <laughs> I, I pulled the, the groin once. Yeah, it's
0: it's a tough. It's not it's not fun.
1: Yeah, it's horrible, man. And I felt it was you know it was funny. It was okay for like an hour. Yeah, and it started getting to a point where I had a hard time sitting up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, the the onset of the injury gets to you.
1: Yeah, it does, man.
0: <laughs> right, and what do you think of wrestlers like who cross over into MMA and vice versa? Like you have well, Matt.
1: Sakuraba did good. Oh, you mean wrestler wrestlers?
0: So, well, pro wrestlers. Pro wrestlers. Well, Sakuraba was a pro wrestler. Yeah,
1: Sakuraba did good. But he
0: he he was like the first. He was like a legend. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Mm -hmm. the the Gracie killer. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Now you got guys going both ways though. And Sakuraba did both his whole whole career, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But like now you have Matt Riddle who kind of washed out of the UFC and he just got signed to uh, NXT, which is WWE's development. Really? Yeah, he's and he's good. He's wow. really good.
1: Yeah, cause that's the thing. I think it's uh, there's a more possibility of a pro wrestler going to fighting mm. than a fighter actually going and being a good pro wrestler. Yeah, it's a lot harder.
0: Ken Shamrock sucked as a pro wrestler. <laughs> oh, did he? I never <laughs> he, he did really watch. Couldn't sell. <gasps> Uh, Ronda Rousey does pretty good. Yes,
1: I never did see her, but she seems like she's at the kind of at the top of that. She's kind of like world. the female no. Brock Lesnar. That's amazing.
0: And it's like because Brock went the other way; he was pro wrestler and became uh-huh, uh-huh. the heavyweight champ.
1: Yeah, unreal, huh? Yeah, Randy, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. You know, like I, I can see Brock. I can see you know like, um, what's it? Olympic uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. I could see those guys actually having a career in fighting. Yeah, if Kurt- but-
0: the Undertaker even Like if he yeah. was younger
1: Try think of Nugano Or um, Dos Anjos Going into pro wrestling I don't know if they would do good
0: Yeah Yeah no prob- <laughs> Probably no Probably I mean. no
1: yeah. I mean Cormier, I think might
0: he could. Cormier's I think got the Cormier could. and yeah. he's a fan,
1: and he's athletic too. Yeah. And he's a fan. He is a, a fan. fan. Oh, okay, yeah. So
0: I think he would ham it up. He would, lo- and I would love to watch it. Like yeah, I would too, man. You know? but who was the big Japanese pro wrestler? He was like seven feet tall, blonde hair. He had goofy, like his ears were all cauliflowered up, and he fought MMA and Pride a few times. He had that crazy fight with Don Fry. Where they just punch each other. Takayama. So like, Takayama. Right? Yeah,
1: he's in, he's paralyzed now. Is he? Yeah. From a, I think there's a there's a basic rollover from pro wrestling that he did and his, he landed wrong. Wow. He's paralyzed. I went and visited him like three months ago, and he's been paralyzed for two years. Wow. I and he's know. he's all excited because he can actually feel in his anus. He can feel like a tingling in his anus, and he said that he's telling me that the beginning of the nerves starting to get alive is for starting from the anus wow and i just talked to kanehara you know Hiromitsu kanehara. Yeah. i just talked to him and he visited him again and he said he just told me that he can feel a little bit of feeling in his shoulder now wow but he still can't move anything he's just fighting he's just sitting there neck down paralyzed wow yeah he can't feel he touches legs he can't feel nothing and he's lost i think he's probably about 180 now really yeah it, it doesn't look like him Wow. Yeah. Because
0: he was like, he had to be 300 pounds when he fought in Pride. Tough
1: motherfucker, too. He's tall. He's like, he had to be like, what, 6'10? Yeah. Uh, No, I think he's about 6'7 or 6'6. Tall. Yeah. He's big, though. He was big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just remember him punching, him and Don Fry just wailing on each other. Yeah. Like,
1: (laughs) holding, like, dirty boxing, like, blow after blow. Yeah. Neither of them
0: could open their eyes after the fight.
1: Yeah. That was a, that's a historic fight. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I've been visiting. I mean, we've, I've been collecting donations for him too, nice. trying to help him all with that. Is there any
0: like? Is there a website like a GoFundMe or anything people no, can go they to? if Sorry,
1: anything. Is? I just mm-hmm. my bracelet, When I have, I I make bracelets, Yeah. So. Oh, nice. I I have a shop in Hawaii that oh. I go to every so often, and I just um I'm the only one who actually makes them. Really. So we go in there, they custom, and I actually make bracelets, like for the whole day. Wow. Like, for like three weeks straight, all day, for eight hours a day, I stay in there, and I have a little um a little box there. He has his picture and I, er, everything I collect when I go back. I, I Kanehara visits him a lot, and I go okay. to Kanehara for a car park. He's a good car park.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so I get, always get it to I, When he took me to hospital hospital, <laughs> visit Takayama once, but after, after I just give it to him, and he gives it to him because. He has a wife and a kid.
0: Wow. So uh, I'm going to link your Instagram then in the show notes. And Mm -hmm. if uh, anyone wants to help out with that, can they get in touch with you and figure out someone? Get in touch with me. And you can put them in touch with whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because
0: that'd be awesome. I mean, MMA and all that's about community. So that's Mm -hmm. a big part.
1: Yeah. And this guy needs help, man. Yeah. Yeah, He's uh, a legend. Yes, yes. yes.
0: Came through that that pride hour, man. That was yeah, like golden. you did,
1: man. Pro wrestling to right straight up to the some of the badasses. In he was the with Spart, New Japan, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I remember I, some of his matches. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> he's huge. Dude. Who
0: who was that Japanese girl that um recently? Uh, she was a pro wrestler and she shot on a girl and broke her face, like broke her orbital, Ooh, I don't know. broke her jaw. It's like a crazy video on YouTube. Um, oh, I
1: never saw that.
0: Yeah, when we get when we finish up, link. I, I'll, yeah. I'll show you. Uh, but she's a big girl. She's a heavyweight for sh- Like she's like Gabby Garcia, big. Whoa! And uh, now she's fighting in Korea and Road, and she got her ass kicked. But like no one, no one in Japan will let her pro wrestle now.
1: Oh, Who's that?
0: But yeah, it was, uh, in the ref- the the thing that really pissed me off is that the, I mean, I I don't know the ins and outs of the Japanese pro wrestling culture, but like in here in thailand if one if one wrestler shot on another they would stop it like right away
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the ref in this pro wrestling match just let it happen and just yeah. let this girl get beat bloody
1: whoa i didn't know that yeah. I didn't. wow let's see the link on that yeah I'll speaking of that i wanted to mention about did you see that thing where christian lee got disqualified what for like a, um in one Re- for uh, spiking against who oh, i forget who it was but it was uh, about three or four months ago. Uh, and he actually got disqualified for against
0: it. Against a Japanese fighter? No,
1: it was... Because
0: uh, I saw him, he fought No-Face. Uh, no Nobu, is that his name?
1: No, it was like before that. It oh. wasn't a Japanese fighter.
0: Because oh, when he, he, he uh, dr- suplexed, and this whole no suplex thing is a bit shady to me.
1: Yeah, it's hard to 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 um, f- um keep that intact. You know, it's it, hard.
0: Suplex is a legit maneuver, yeah. and yeah, I I think that's one of the ways that one has kind of gone astray. But uh, Christian suplexed uh I, I'm, I I forget his name now. His nickname is No Face, but I think his his name is Nobu. And uh, suplex him and knocked him out. And I I was actually cage side shooting that fight. And one of my friends and her husband, who's a doctor, was, were in the stands watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sends me a message. Because like, they took him out on a stretcher. And she's like, is that guy dead? Oh. She's like, it's like my husband wants to know if they need a doctor backstage.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And uh, one, of the, one of the executives at one, I asked him how he was. And he's like, actually, he got him back on the uh, stretcher And he popped right up He was fine oh, that's good. He was just that's It was a here. precautionary That they took him out And I actually I saw him that night At the hotel to, He was getting ready To go out in Bangkok party oh, with this okay. cool. corner that's good to know good <laughs> But to I know. was I was back at the Fighter hotel To do an interview And uh, he's walking out I'm like Yeah I guess he is Legitimately okay <laughs> But uh, That was a scary moment but you're not
1: Christian got DQ'd? Yeah, because it was a um it was almost like a almost like he, he kinda of threw him as mm. a regular takedown, but the way the guy turned, it ended up where he almost looked like he was getting spiked. Wow. But the thing with that is the ref didn't stop it right there.
0: They they do it after the fact.
1: Yeah, and then the Christian actually went to the side and started pounding him from the side and then the ref jumped in. And then later on they announced after it. they after they the ref stopped it, so Christian thought he won, was celebrating, yeah. and then there was some discussion going on, and this come and let him know that he was disqualified for spiking. And wow. yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, that would, that kind of that that kind of threw me off. And now I'm like, wow, that's that's a big mistake. I, I like Christian a lot. Yeah, he's a good kid,
0: and uh, I think he's a good fight. He's a great he's fighter. A great fighter yeah. I was actually when he had his first loss, it was like a year and a half, two years ago. I actually think that was like the best thing for him because oh. he was on a really great hot streak. But he's mm-hmm. so young. He was like 17 at the time, or something. It, was,
1: the, it might be the case for Angela.
0: So that's what I was like. She, she's gone so far undefeated. I, how she recovers mentally, I don't know.
1: I, did you see her those things she's saying on Instagram and stuff? No, I, she's gonna get better. You think so? Yeah, the way she's, the attitude she's taking. Nice. She's gonna be. I mean, I was worried when I saw that loss because it was a devastating loss. Yeah,
0: and, it, and after almost winning. Yeah, uh, and yeah. How tough is they so on that,
1: that Chinese girl.
0: She says she trained for the
1: will to die. And I was saying, okay, if you train for the will to die, you should be fighting for the will to die. And was she for yeah, real? Huh? Legit. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. I mean look at Angela. Even her she, she had stamina. Yeah. And then she got body shotted. Yeah. And it was like the worst loss she could take as far as, you know, um trauma for yeah. yourself. And so when me and my girlfriend are leaving, we're saying, "Man, we gotta. bad, oh, we hope she comes back strong. because this is either gonna make her a better fight or it's gonna break her.
0: Well, we won't know until the next fight. Yeah,
1: but the her you Instagram, can say you can
0: say all the right things though.
1: The things she's saying though. Yeah, I if I had to make a guess, she's gonna come back better and stronger. So I'm, I hope, I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I hope. Yeah, but
0: that was that was a phenomenal fight.
1: At least she didn't do the Houdini disappearing of (laughs) Ronda Rousey did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when when you do that, Ronda, I mean, I think showed her hand that she just was a little weak mentally when when she did that. Yeah. Um, actually, I tell you, one of the things that I like on Angela's Instagram though is like that girl can eat.
1: Oh, did yo, dude? (laughs) I didn't
0: notice that. Girl can eat like. Cake buffets, seafood buffets, like (laughs) she's like the buffet queen. Oh buffets (laughs) Yo man, but like she and she makes weight, so whatever. But why not? But man, like like some of the stuff she posts about food is kinda crazy. Like she she knows how to get down.
1: Oh wow. I I heard after her loss too, her um her husband Mm. got a lot of shit too. Really? That it was because of him and this. I mean, fans are
0: brutal, huh? Yeah, no, man, that, they, they train together. Like, you can't yeah, blame I mean, him. Yeah,
1: like, I mean, geez, they're saying stuff like, I guess there's all these jealous fans that are saying that because she got married to you, she lost. And it's like, come on. <laughs> That's not how man. fighting works. Yeah, Guys, yeah. You, you
0: don't lose fights because you get married to someone. It
1: just shows their um the intelligence level yeah. or their.
0: Especially. What they like, know. Like, if anything, right, like it's an opportunity to really raise both your games because they're both incredibly high level fighters. Yeah, yeah. Right? Neither of them is a slouch. Yeah. So,
1: so it, I, I think I think it's a good relationship. Yeah, it? for sure. It's sad though that fans would actually do that.
0: That's not a fan. That's not a fan. Yeah, I know
1: <laughs> those so called fans. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> like, I I don't know, man. Like fight. Like you can like someone's personality or not. Like I, I'm lukewarm on Angela most of the time. Mm-hmm. I think she's a great fighter. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan, but mm-hmm. you know, like when she performs, she performs incredibly mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't blame her, her marriage or whatever on yeah, a loss. Like yeah, everyone loses, right? It happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Very few people go I'm trying to think of, like, a high-level MMA fighter who retired undefeated. I can't think of one.
1: Yeah, no, after Cyborg Lodge, you got to look at it like everybody's got to lose, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I was never a huge Cyborg fan until that loss. Uh-huh. Like, the way yeah, she handled she,
1: that. Yeah. I I, what the, a class act, huh?
0: And you know what? Like, I didn't realize this, and but she's always been that way. I went back to the Gina fight, and I rewatched a lot of her other fights. Uh-huh. She's never been a cocky, yeah. like, in-your-face Like... And I overlooked that Like I was wrong on her that whole time She was like a Like after the Gina fight uh, Like she she destroys Gina Who everyone thought Gina was going to win mm-hmm. If you remember that fight Like Gina yeah, was the golden that. girl Yeah And uh, Chris comes over and hugs her And they have like a, a moment Right And I went back I watched every fight from Gina on Rewatched them all I'm like wow Like I've been wrong about Chris this whole time <laughs> Right oh, What a class act and,
1: She is a class and, act and,
0: and then like you, the way she handled, she came out laughing at the uh, press conference, like smiling and laughing. She went and, and
1: hugged the man in the ring yeah, after she lost.
0: Huge embrace. I mean, yo, yeah, man, that, that's like, that's a champion. Yeah,
1: she, she's classy. But man. It,
0: I can't think of anyone high level who's ever not who's ever gone undefeated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, you know, for Angela to lose, if she comes back stronger, man, she's going to be a monster. She sure,
1: will. She
0: sure. will. She was already a beast. But
1: well, well, you know, I think a part of that is. Um, not just, I think it's part Chachery mm. where he's you know, you know. Don't get me wrong, man. Eddie Alvarez lost. Mm. There's some badass fighters in one. Yeah, legit. but no, I don't think he can go at that claim saying they're the best flyers martial arts fighters in the world. Come on, no one's gonna touch John Jones. Well, maybe not. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a guy that might be able to. But you look at like all the Cormier, you know, all these guys. You know, I mean, I don't. I think. There, there's a lot of the best fighters that aren't in one. Yeah. So I mean, for him to make that claim, and maybe in a way, you know, you look at the girls' division. That Chinese girl is tough, but what, the, whose division is that? Is that Rose or is that um, Savenko's division?
0: That's Rose. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I don't want to see her fighting Rose. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, that's two different humans.
1: Yeah. So, you, so I was. So but I say-, say that
0: at the same time, though. I thought I I I made a, a podcast about the uh, lightweight tournament. I thought. Eddie was gonna run through Timothy.
1: Oh really? Oh, I thought to, so. I thought it, no one's gonna touch Eddie, but man.
0: And I also thought DJ was gonna, you know,
1: just wipe that Japanese yeah. kid. Yeah.
0: So I was clearly wrong. A lot of people were wrong. I was mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but anything could happen. At the same time, I had Chris pick to be uh, Amanda.
1: Oh, me too. You
0: know, I, I, <laughs> and Amanda proved everyone wrong. Yeah. And Amanda's a monster yeah. as well, but. You know anything can happen, but you're right to say that the best fighters in the world are in one championship. That's clearly not the case, right? Mm-hmm. There's, is is Angla going to beat John Jones? Absolutely not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, well, I say that at the same time. But I thought, then again, no, he I, might. I, but then again, <laughs> I said Tim, there was absolutely no way Tim yeah, was going to be.
1: Yeah, that's the thing so, about this sport. So yeah. that's the
0: thing about the sport, but. If I had to bet, I would bet on John Jones yeah, every time, I mean, clean but, or not. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, you know. I say get rid of USADA personally.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: But you know, now Chachi's talking about WADA testing and one, like WADA style testing. What is that? So WADA is like the World Anti Doping Association. USADA is the U.S. Anti Doping Association. WADA sets the standards.
1: Oh, and so it's even tighter.
0: But then they go and sign Vitor. <laughs>
1: like, like, come on, come Unless on. Unless they're going to allow TRT. Because Vitor's D- uh, best definitely I, back on it. I, I want to see. Yeah, I know he looks like, like he is, looks good. And I want to. Yeah.
0: I, I want to see TRT Vitor. I don't. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I, I don't want to see the, the other Vitor. No, no, no. Leave him at home.
1: Bring me TRT Vitor. I agree with you,
0: man. But like, I, I think that j- that hurts the sport. And there's a lot, of, not just that. And I, I make this argument a lot. There's a lot of benefit to things like TRT for guys, but also mm-hmm. like recovery from serious injury. Mm-hmm. If you're a fighter and you make your living by – you can maybe fight three times a year at, at the top level, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's the most you ever fought in a year when you were at that that peak? Four. Four times, yeah. right? Probably a hard year for you too. Yeah, it was
1: a tough year, yeah.
0: Right? And injuries come with that. Mm-hmm. The recovery can be long. And if, if you're telling fighters you can't take these things that speed up your recovery, help mm-hmm. you recover better, mm-hmm. you're hurting the sport more than you're helping it. Yeah. And, and, I agree. And these athletes, are they're not – idiots right mm-hmm. they're they're people who understand their body and they understand the risks involved in fighting mm-hmm. and if you're taking things like steroids or trt under a physician's care there's minimal risk yeah it, it, it's when you're taking you're buying it from the dude with the fanny pack at the gym <laughs> and you're checking the internet for your dosages because uh-huh. it's illegal uh-huh. <laughs> that's yeah. when you're getting into the dangerous it's area legal
1: as you can moderate it more exactly yeah. With and, that said, I don't know about EPO though. Oh, that,
0: show, that, that TJ. EPO shit that T J is
1: just not right, man. EPO is a whole different drug.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy like you read about uh, cyclists who drop dead
1: yeah, because no, it's of EPO. Dangerous. You could get too much I think it could get too thick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your blood's like sludge moving through your body. I mean, you
1: know, you get steroids yet. Yeah? Like, in Pride, steroids was... I actually posted something that I went across one of my old contracts that said that steroids will not be tested. But, <laughs> really? <yeah. laughs> and I videoed it say, showing <laughs> the exact contract. It says, we start for barbiturates, marijuana, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it com- literally says that the... Um, Things of steroid base will not be tested. Telling you, hey, we're not testing for steroids.
0: Who's that? Pride. Pride, <laughs> of course. But, Who wasn't on steroids? You know what, Pride. Man,
1: I, I, fought a lot of fighters that were on, on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Know, like Mark Kerr. You know, I mean, it's like no, but, Mark
0: Kerr is you know, natural. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not it, how
1: humans look. You, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, for me, it's like, okay, you're bigger, you're stronger, but it's gonna affect your stamina. Dude's muscles had muscles. Yeah, I mean, Mark it's, Kerr was but, a beast. Like steroids is a, is a, is a, is a upper, and it helps you. In certain ways, but it's actually a, it doesn't help you in a certain way too. You,
0: you got to use it right. Yeah, Marker was clearly just using it as yeah. much as he could get his hands on. He
1: was strong and everything, but you know, I, he's I a freak. Yeah, Zero but cardio. I, but I, yeah, but I didn't think that there was a minuses to that. But EPO is another story. Yeah, like EPO. There's, a, I mean, especially with someone like like say like TJ man, the way he just the pressure, the speed, the constant mm. stamina.
0: That level of endurance, yeah. And
1: you look at that; it's like, man, it's like, oh, it's all EPO, (laughs) man, right there. Like, you think
0: about it's funny because I watched, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, I watched another uh, podcast where the guy was talking about. Well, he could have just slept in an elevation tent. Like, no, that's not the
1: same thing. No way, man. That's like one ten. Yeah, no way. You're actually getting that red blood cells in you, man. I
0: would like to see the levels that he was taking how crazy it was. I
1: want to see what there. There, there are some reports about some of the EPO being positive in past bloods. Yeah,
0: so apparently like his uh his fight with Cody, they retested that that fight and he was positive for EPO. Oh, so what do you do then? That that's the crazy thing about this is the how how do you go about regulating something that you, that happened before and they they essentially got away with it for all this time. It's like when they go back and they test like previous Olympic you know, they samples. take the medals away, though. Huh? Yeah, they take the medals. They do away. take
1: it away, huh? Yeah. But wouldn't that be such a pain in the ass if you got guys like you know the John Jones? You go, you're gonna go back and t- check his ex. You're gonna, you're gonna disrupt the whole, the whole system. So, but
0: think about this too: the Olympics happen for every four years, uh-huh. right? So it's not that much. Yeah. Fights happen every weekend. Yeah. Especially with the UFC yeah, now, yeah. sometimes twice a week. Yeah. I love that one does fights. <laughs> Like, almost every week.
1: Yeah, they do, yeah.
0: I wish Risen did fights more than, like, three times a year.
1: Yeah. Well, how come they don't... Do you know anyone from Risen? Like... I know it's Saka So
0: How come they don't do more...
1: I don't know that, those kind of things, man. They just, I don't know why they don't do more. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Are they, like, a lot of the Pride people at Risen? Yes, yes, it yes. Is. Except, um, I think one of the guys that was the main guy in Pride is with Rising now. Oh, really? I mean, no, with uh, one. Oh, really? Kato. Kato. Yeah, he's he was, like, yeah, he was the head guy. Sakakibara didn't know shit compared to Kato. Really? Kato did everything in, in, in pride. Really? He did everything. And that's, to see him not with that, yeah. Sakakibara probably had to find all new people.
0: I remember how big Pride events were like it
1: was huge. Back in the,
0: and like in the States, like you you'd be staying up until crazy time just to watch
1: <laughs> Because of time zones. Yeah, I lived on the
0: East Coast, so all it's like, worse. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm up at like four in the morning, like, all right, I'm gonna watch, you know, Vandy, like who's he gonna murder? You know <laughs> like but it was worth it because mm-hmm. that the level that the spectacle of those fights and Have you ever level, seen a live one? Never saw Pride Live. It's like
1: watching a movie. Really? Yeah, the way the production is, was incredible. Higher
0: production than the one show?
1: Um, oh, yes. The really? this, uh, effects, the special effects, the, the, the fire, the whatever. Mm. The, oh, my God. Pride was unbelievable.
0: I used to love watching the hero shows, too. The, uh, yeah,
1: heroes is good, but nothing yeah. like Pride. Nothing like man. Even, so,
0: the drums even, at the beginning. Yeah,
1: oh. even, even fighting in Pride, I felt like I was in a movie. Really? When they had you stand in a certain area, you had to like they, it was all always different. Man, there was one time we we stood in in the top of the arena. Around each fighter had their own spot in the Tokyo Dome,
0: yeah.
1: and then they would just. Come I remember that fighter. show. In- oh, oh, it was like we had to get driven to there. Even like you know, you know, for when it's our turn to fight in Tokyo Dome, yeah, yeah. they pick us up in a car to <laughs> drive us to where we're gonna do our ring entrance. Damn. Yeah.
0: I remember that one where everyone was in a different part. Yeah, of the we were standing
1: on the top, like, boom, boom. And the lights different... would, fr- the yeah. camera, zoom. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Whoa, where's that? Oh, that guy's up there. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then some. sometimes they would have, like, the undercard all up there. And the main card's all in the ring. And they'd make us go in the ring when it's all dark. So no one knows we're in the ring. And the, the, the lights ring. come up. And the lights come up. We're standing there like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I
0: remember watching that on TV
1: and just being like, oh, my God. It is nuts, man. That production was incredible. Yeah, Ryzen's getting close to it again, though. Are they? They're getting close, man. I, you figure they got the same concept, you know. It, it
0: of, seems like Ryzen doesn't care about the Western audience. Like, even their Twitter, everything's in Japanese. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't notice that. I if, know
1: their Rising Confessions is, is translated in English, is though. It,
0: huh? I've reached out a few times to try to, like, get press credentials for Ryzen. I'd fly out to Japan and cover it, but no one ever gets back to me. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. They don't
0: care? I don't know if they don't care, or just, like, because there's so few shows, maybe like they're not doing Ryzen full time in between shows. I don't well, know. Maybe
1: because there are oh they are doing um pay per view for America because they have I think Frank Trigg's doing the commentary now. Yeah,
0: so they, they do have pay per view there, but it, it's huh. like even Why like the social the and stuff it it doesn't come across in uh English.
1: Yeah, they just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know who? Because ca- it's Ryzen. Who cares? It's yeah, like still like yeah. you're gonna watch it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, is it Frank Triggy does the commentary? Yes, for Frank does it now. He's a good. He does a good job on the mic. He
1: does. He's good. Frank's good. Frank's a good ref too. No, yeah, yeah, he is a good ref. He's he he refs, refs ref. in the yeah. UFC now. Ah, uh, yeah, I see. I yeah. see him every so often with UFCs. Yeah. yeah,
0: he came up like legit through. Uh, one of my friends is uh, a fight photographer from California. And he was telling me Frank actually came up legit through the amateur circuit, yep. uh, training on the refing with uh, yep. Big John, went to the classes. And he actually
1: refed, like, busted ass for like twenty bucks to yeah. ref and stuff. Yeah, yeah he for years. From the beginning. yeah. like
0: he just got to the point where the commissions will let him ref UFC.
1: I mean, for me as a fighter, that's who I who I want in my fights. Yeah. The guy who's actually been in there knows exactly what's happening he knows what positions are dangerous and what what torques are wrong.
0: And that that's one of the things I like about. And this is another thing with the commissions that I really like. And like Herb Dean, Big John, they don't work for the UFC, Mm -hmm. right? They don't work for Bellator. They work, well, Big John works for Bellator, but not as a ref. Mm -hmm. They work for a commission. The commission regulates and checks their skills. We don't have that in Southeast Asia. I don't know if Japan has a commission or not. But in Southeast Asia, like the referees for one championship work for one championship. Mm -hmm. And like their head referee, he has a background in Muay Thai and not MMA. You know, and it's the other thing, like, he's, like, they have a head official who's in charge of other officials. You're, you're an employee, mm-hmm. which means you're subject to the whims of the company or to the regulations of the company. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how one handles that, but it's not how I would want to see that type of stuff be done. Like, And I remember when Sisekit, uh, who's a world champion boxer, he actually fought on a one card in Bangkok. And uh, it's funny because uh, his promoter, you know, they they packed out a whole section of the arena. He's a legit superstar. Mm -hmm. And when they did that, everyone who worked for one had to leave Cage Side. Because the boxing committee, the WBA or WAC, whatever whatever commission he has a belt under, came and brought their own judges, their own referee, their own officials, their own timekeeper. So it it was all these things that were specific to to the boxing that they had, they couldn't let one touch any of that. Oh, neat.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> and so,
0: I mean, that's, to me, I mean, but boxing has its own issues, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think everyone knows that, but mm-hmm. the the idea of a commission, I don't like when, like, all the judges are employees of one championship. All the referees are employees oh, of are one they? championship, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: So there's no commission that oversees that. Oh. And so, it, apparently, it's the same in uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so... You have to trust that there's nothing, no collusion going yeah, on behind the scenes. Yeah, sketchy going on, yeah. You know, and it's, they, they do it because they have to. There's no commission, so it's not like they have a choice. Like, mm-hmm. they're saying, no, we don't want a commission, to be fair. Mm-hmm. They're doing it without a commission because that's their only option. Yeah. It's just, there's always a lack of transparency there, and you can't really see what, yeah. what goes on. I think
1: they all need commissions. I think even the fighters need a union.
0: I, I would love to see A fighters yeah, union Yeah it would be
1: awesome But, but it, it, Lizzie, isn't Leslie Smith Doing some kind of Movement like that they're, they're
0: trying to do A union in the In the states um, And I, there's a, Kung Lee is involved In that whole thing Nate Marquardt mm-hmm. But at, at the same time Like if there was A fighters union You're then Stuck Kind of to what Boxing has become Not that there's A fighters union In boxing But rankings matter A lot more You don't get the Opportunity for a Spectacle like a Conor mm. Right, because there'll be all these provisions in union contracts that protect yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the mass not jump jump individual. the individual match from like, out of the blue yeah. yeah
0: and I mean as much as I don't like all the trash talk that Connor's done I, I do enjoy the spectacle
1: <laughs> true <laughs> yeah you know? true
0: well Enton man we've gone way over time what I thought we would I apologize no for worries, that man, no worries no worries I, I want to wrap it up but uh, um, what's your Instagram what's like how can people follow
1: you. Everything. My Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is Ensign
0: Great. I'll, I'll link it all down below. Right on. Man, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, thank you. Next time you're in Bangkok, I'll take you out to uh, Ash Kickers, my Hawaiian chef friend uh, over Some there. vegan food, huh? No, nah, well, he, they do brisket, man. I'll, I'll eat the vegan food. You can get down on the beef.
1: Well, no, actually, I i have no beef or no seafood for me.
0: How about chicken? Chicken and they, fish. Do, they, they do a whole smoked chicken.
1: Perfect. All right, brother. <laughs> thank you so much, Right man. on, man. Thanks.